Paper Scissors, the blackest podcast on the planet. Family, welcome back. Mike, Paper, Scissors. Got the got the crew with me, Abdur and Brock. What's going on, fellas? Uh-huh. Doing good, fam. Doing good. All right. All right, so. How was your week, man? You good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm always going to try to be good. So, um, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to maneuver this as best as I can because I want to let the people know. That this conversation it, it it may be like a big ass roller coaster when we're all said and done because of the the topic, and it, it kind of starts off of from last week's um discussion about how black women didn't feel protected, and we're gonna add we're gonna we're gonna transition over to to the brothers and accountability. Um, there's like fifty different places I could start. I don't know if either one of you guys have a, a intro for it. Um, uh, nah, I don't. It's it's so it's such yeah, a broad work. Stroke, it is. <laughs> we got work to do, man. And listen, y'all not gonna like this. Uh, <laughs> you know this conversation because that's what, man. Sometimes when you tell people what they don't want to hear to help them, that's it, it. It don't it don't always sound good, but it's coming from a place and I of can... love. That's that's where it, that's all it is, and you know, I, oh, you know what? I can start at. So, you know, we we, we lost a, a legend in the hip hop game, DMX. Yeah, rest in peace. And and we you know we we've heard sound bites of him last week where he had a discussion where he talked about you know an older brother that he looked up to as a mentor, basically got him kind of hooked on drugs by lacing some weed with crack in it. And he, you know, he kind of like broke down to why he would do that, and that kind of leads to this discussion. Like, as, as brothers, like, yo, we we can't be doing shit like this. Like, like he was fourteen, man. Like, why would you at? Why would you do that to a fourteen-year-old kid? Um, I mean, we we got we got to do better. We got to hold hold each other more accountable to a higher standard. And, and stop, you know, bowing to, you know, street cred. Street cred ain't gonna do nothing but get you in jail and dead. That's it. And I just, I just can't figure out, you know, for the brothers, like, where, where are we coming up short? Is it, is it at home? Is it, like, where are we coming short at? I can answer that. And nobody gonna want to hear what I gotta say. Hey but, man, but I'm gonna tell you straight up. And again, I love hip hop. I love our music. I love our culture. But if we're gonna deal in accountability, uh, this bully coon music <clears throat> that we continuously pump into our children's minds from zero years old now, because it's not like when we came up and it was a blend of, you know, oldie music from our parents, and then there was pop, and then there was Michael Jackson, and then there was, you know what I'm saying rhythm and blues and then we had our hip hop come up and then break through these kids is being raised on straight up rap and now this next generation is getting raised on straight up drill rap so it's getting even further entrenched and what's happening is that the subconscious mind is actually making our children really believe that 
not only is your brother an op or the enemy, even if you don't know him or not, just because he's not on your team and didn't grow up on your block, that he's actually not even somebody for you to break bread with. He's not somebody for you to trust. So the brainwashing that they did all of those years ago has been in effect. The sad part is there's people that understand this, that have grown beyond this, and they in return do not come back and try to school the masses. Now, I get it. It's a difficult pill to swallow to have to take that on your shoulders because you're going to get met with ridicule. You're going to be called all types of names or you're acting like the white man. You're trying to do this. You're trying to make us be that. And why can't we have this hip hop that continuously to put for every one or two or three or 30 rappers that get on 3,000, 300,000, 35,000, whatever those numbers are, we continue to send tons of people to jail, tons of people into the grave. And yet and still, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it's not cool to kill your brother or to rap about killing your brother. And it's not cool to sell right. drugs in your neighborhood. It ain't cool to do any of that. And until we deal with that and make that the cool thing to be smart, the cool thing to be financially savvy, then we're going to always find ourselves in a position that's less than. Then if I can go just even one step further, if you understand how the world works and how the global economy works, and I'm going to take this to the money part for our accountability stuff. Because we say, oh, well, look at what hip hop's done for us. Oh, we, we create jobs and we do this. Yeah, granted, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But some of that fertilizer that we used to grow our seeds has a little bit of poison in it. So again, when we show our children stacks of cash that's worthless to the world, that they're holding up to their ear, right? It's worth nothing. So right now we're having this, this image of money that we think in our neighborhoods that is worth something, but to the rest of the world, it is, it is meaningless. And then we take that same money and we don't do something where it actually raises the value on that fiat. We take that same money and we devalue it even further. It's already worthless and we find a way to make it even worth even less than what it is. So then we buy a gold watch. The gold watch valued at a certain thing. We bust it down with diamonds thinking that we could be paid more for it. And how stupid is that? It's actually worthless once you get that diamond encrusted watch back to you. So again, we've taken more money and threw it in the trash. Then we take money and we buy these cars. That the minute you pull it off the lot, it's devalued again. And that's pumped and pumped into our kids' faces all day, all day, by people that we look up to, people that we actually respect, people that we actually have our best interests in mind. And then when you look at them on their side of the coin, they're investing their dollars. They're sending their kids to school to learn business. They're taking their money and they're flipping it 10 different ways. You know what I'm saying? And they're not doing none of the stuff that they're sending your children to do. So at some point, we got to be accountable for that. And we got to call that out. Yo, listen, and not to put anybody's name out there. Uh, I'll, I'll take Jim Jones because he was just talking about cryptocurrency and how smart that brother is on another podcast when he was talking about finance and how brilliant he is. But yet and still, he's not telling these kids in his music verbatim how to get money the right way and how to flip your money 10 different ways. You know what I'm saying? That's not the, the, the main dish that he serves. It's a little bit of the side dishes. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of the appetizer, but it ain't yeah. the main dish. We need brothers out here serving the main dish. It's right. not the one you know that everybody's so buying. When we have opportunity and we get ahead in a certain way, we are obligated. Listen, brothers who make it out the hood, you are obligated. Say it one more time. You don't have a choice. You're obligated. You know what I'm saying? To turn around and to teach the youth a better way. I don't care if it's a conversation on the bus. I don't care if it's with your children, because it has to start with the family. But you're obligated. Getting money ain't enough no more. You know what I'm saying? Driving around in a fancy car and showing them in the hood how good you got it and that you got it. It ain't enough. 
We need to do better. And I'm talking to myself as well as y'all. You know what I'm saying? So again, we can start there. And I think that even just dealing with hip hop in that sense can cut through a lot of this nonsense. But I don't know. So, so we, need, we, need, we need more Furious styles. You no. know, Furious in, in the movie Boys in the Hood. What did Furious do? Furious went on the corner and taught them, was, was trying to explain to those brothers about gentrification and the value of your hood. Yep. Facts. And all and, and, and you see what their rebuttal was. Violence. Yep. Brother come in the hood, try to smoke me. I'm yep. gonna smoke him. Like, homie, you missing the whole point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's the thing though. I mean, um, and not to negate what you were saying at um but we also have to realize in uh, we can, we could do all the teaching we want but we're not going to capture nice. everyone you cast a wide net and you hope to you, you cast a wide net and you hope to come back with something but you have to realize that you're not going to you're not going to capture everyone to, to be perfectly honest you're going to fail a lot more than you succeed in your journey in trying to help and or save our people um I think that everything you're speaking is true. And there are things that we need, and, and those are things that we absolutely need to put into practice. However, I do think that there's a step um, that we need to take in our mental psyche as a collective first before we even yes. take that take that step in action. And uh, the the thing that we need to adjust in our mental psyche is that we have to stop pandering to our lowest mm-hmm. common denominator. Um people are not going to like when I say this because it's, you know, oh, well, you know, we can't, you know, we can't leave our brothers and sisters behind or we can't do this or we can't do that. You know what? Yes, we can. Um, and we should because we cannot expect our people to elevate as a collective if we're constantly pandering to everything that promotes those who are not promoting the elevation <laughs> of us. And by pandering, what I mean is this. We are the only group of people that I see you know, and I, hey, I could be wrong. If I am, show me the receipts. But we're the only group of people that I see who are posting online, free my nigga so-and-so. And, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, yo, I got friends that's locked up. And, I mean, to be perfectly honest and transparent, there's, a, there's some things that I've done in my past that probably could have landed me in those situations as well. However, you, you, I'm, gonna, I'm not going online saying free my nigga this or free my nigga that or free my cousin this or let my cousin go because that nigga did that shit. And if he did that shit, keep his ass right where he is until he until he is ready to come back and be an asset to society. Now, if you want to talk about the whole prison system and not and, and how it's not set up to rehabilitate individuals, that's a whole nother conversation that we can get into in regards to legislation that can help to change that. However, it does not promote the fact that it, it should not switch over and promote the fact that we should be um, making martyrs out of the individuals who do shit to put themselves in situations like being in the prison system. You know, uh, you know, a lot of times when I say pander to us, the black collective, what are what are a couple things that they say? Oh, we we if you don't get behind, you ain't black. Oh, if you don't get behind police and prison reform, you ain't black. Um, you don't get behind criminal justice reform, you ain't black. You ain't black. Well, you know, I, I'm all for prison reform, um, police reform, and criminal justice perfor- reform. However, it's not the top tier of on my plate. You know why? 
I'm not a fucking criminal. I had that argument with somebody a long time ago, too, when they were first pushing that through. And I was like, listen, we're not only prison reform and criminals, man. That's not it. Like, like we, we there's a lot more to us than right. just that. That's actually, honestly, a small population of us, if you really want to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But again, it's, they focus so much on right. it. There's so much concentration on our lowest common denominator that we don't realize there's people that are really doing brilliant things and fantastic things and we don't focus on it. We don't make being smart cool. You know what I'm saying? We... Right. I'll give you another I, I'm, I'll give you another I'll give you a prime example of that. We can go to name your app of choice. We'll say well, you know, I won't name apps because I don't want I don't want nobody coming for me saying that I'm mm-hmm. slandering somebody's app. Name your social media um ingestment tool of choice and you can go to whatever little reel or feed or whatever that somebody has and you can have the most ratchet of ratchet chicks teaching a baby how to throw that ass in a circle and that shit will get a hundred thousand likes meanwhile you can have the smart chick doing fucking tutoring uh, tutoring cheats teaching people how to do math and probably and she might have 600 followers you know, like, I mean, we, we, we don't make smart cool. And so when you talk about accountability and things that we as men can do, I think that one thing that we as men can do in our community is stop promoting the idea, the idea of pandering to our lowest common denominators. And that starts in our households and that filters out to our communities. So when we see our children like, oh, That person's Yo. choices got there where they were. Oh well, they don't just under, they don't understand this. That no, I need to sit down and school you on why legislation is set up in a way that pushed this person that way. Now, if you want to go and change that, this is what you need to do. However, you don't just stand there and promote the idea that someone who, regardless if you agree with the law or not, you don't sit there and pander with the idea that. Oh, well, I don't agree with it, so they need to let that person go. No, you there are consequences and repercussions for everything you do. Whether you agree with those consequences or repercussions is irrelevant. There are consequences and reproductions of repercussions of whatever you do. And we as men have to, to start standing up not only in our households, not only to our children, but then let that practice filter out that we are no longer accepting the idea that we are the lowest of the low, so we should always try to do things socially, economically, or politically to help out, give a leg up, or give an excuse to the lowest common denominator of us, because that, that is not a true depiction or reflection of who we are. True. I agree. I agree 100%. And, I, yeah. and at some point, yes. like, listen, you know, I get it. At one point, we didn't understand the game. You know, after... They wiped out the Black Panther Party after Malcolm and King and the welfare system came into play in Reaganomics and we got wrapped up in the crack era. I get all of that. We didn't see the landmines. But the landmines are visible now. They're clear as day. And we're willingly stepping on them. And we're blowing ourselves up. And then we're saying, that's how you get down. And we're all happy that we're running around blowing each other up and saying, this is what it is. Now, I mean, if you see what the landmines are, that means you can avoid the landmines. We're choosing not to avoid these landmines, and we keep finding ourselves in the same right. position over and over again. And at some point, we got to say, "Hey, listen, young young blood, 
Don't go around the corner on there. I don't care what that looks like over there. Them dudes are stupid. They're not going nowhere. Let me show you another way to get money. You can get money young, especially this internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can get money real young right now. You know what I'm saying? You can open up your kids a business and they can do whatever they want and put it on Instagram and put it on Facebook and they can generate some income. And that that little bit right there can change a society. But we won't do that. Like, I got so mad the other day, man. And not to get too off topic. And this ain't coming at y'all ladies. But it's kind of coming at y'all ladies. One, stop dressing y'all babies like the men that leave y'all. Oh. They won't stay with y'all. First of all, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing five-year-old boys, six-year-old boys that look like hustlers on the street with designer belts. I'm seeing their boxers at seven, eight years old. I'm seeing their pants sagging. And all they're doing is snapping pictures and posing. That's whack. That's corny. It needs to be said that that's corny. And like I said, I'm tired of this stuff not being called out, man. Dress your son like a little young man. That's it. Period. You don't, you don't got to be sagging. Put a belt on him. Pull his pants up. And make sure that young man can read and start teaching them finances young. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stop dressing them with the guy that you've been chasing that's chasing five other chicks out there. You know what I'm saying? I, but Abdur, go ahead. How, how, how about how about the, 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 the man she's trying to dress the baby after? How about that man that pull part his too. pants up first? Yo, facts, but he's lost. But he's lost. But that's that's why we can't yeah, save everybody these men can't out here. Go. Yo, listen. Yo, there's a, there's a, yo, listen. There's a, there's a, yo, this, this brother has said, man, he's like, yo, listen. The reason why I focus on children is because after 15, you really can't change a human being's mind. It's kind of stuck. It's really hard. A man can only change his own mind at that point. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to put your energy in, you have to put your energy into the youth. That's why they're targeting the youth. Yeah. That's why they put the music to generate and have a singing song that we don't even realize is being implanted because in the subconscious mind for a child... You can actually get them to think in a certain way, very, very young, and that's going to put an impression on them that's going to develop their brain in a certain way. So by the time they hit 15, 16, they already think they know a certain way that the world should work. And by then, it's already too late. And I'm not saying that everybody's completely lost at that point. That's not what I'm saying. What I mean is it becomes a lot harder. It becomes extremely harder at that point to get that young man to actually change his way without having to show him. If you don't got a million dollars in your pocket and you're not balling out of control, you can't just roll up on somebody in a nice hot car and say, hey, listen, I'm taking 10 of y'all guys off the block right now. We're going to go to my house. I'm going to show y'all guys how to get money through investing. I'm going to show y'all guys how to get money through how you guys can build your credit up from very young to start buying assets, teach you what an asset is, teach you what a liability is, and teach you these things so that when you hit 17, 18, you actually have choices. I'm going to build you a stock quote. I'm going to teach you how to build a stock portfolio, young man. Because guess what these white men are doing with their boys? 12 years old, they got 50K in a a stock portfolio account. Nobody knows about this stuff out here with us. We're not teaching us. But there's brothers that know this stuff, and they're not saying it. There's rappers right now that know this stuff. I'll give you you an example of that. um, Just to to, um, add to that. There is – I have a good friend, um, white guy. um, He's a doctor. You want to know what his parents, um, primarily his father, was the one who was pushing it. You want to know what they got got him for his 18th birthday? Gold and silver, gold and gold and silver bars. Commodities, wow, amazing. At the time, they were worth, you know, not not too much. I wouldn't say they they were they were worth enough where a middle class family could get a few of them and it not be a hindrance to that family. Well, they got him that, and he thought, it, you know, he knew enough that, you know, as far as what he learned from the dinner table in regards to finances, 
that this was a good thing to have and keep. And over the years, he just added to it. Mm -hmm. Now, outside of stocks mm. and investments that he has, the man has a shit ton of gold and silver bars. Mm. $1,700 an ounce for anybody that doesn't right. know. Right. <laughs> if you don't know, let me let you know, it's $1,700 an ounce. Your dollar bill is a dollar bill right. that is worth less the minute that it leaves your hand. So again, right. $1,700 an ounce. Now think about this. They got him, even if they got him, you know, a couple ounces, but I'm talking bars. They got him this at 18. The man just turned 44. How much, how much money is, how, how much growth did he experience just off of what his parents gave him? They gave him assets. Right. So we as men have to start thinking on those lines. And for those who are for too far gone, they just far gone. I mean, look, I, I'm going to say something, and, uh, and and Chris has heard me say this before, and it's kind of, take it for what it's worth, I, to an extent, am a fan of social Darwinism. If you ain't up to par, leave your ass behind. <laughs> I'm like, seriously. I mean, I'm... I, I hate to say it, but like if you just really just you really really can't get right, I wish it was a way that we you could just stop fucking so you could stop reproducing dumb motherfuckers like you. Oh, <laughs> but bro, I mean that that's that's that, that, that's you, you say it's a little different, I mean, but but I, hear no, me I, out. I, I, the no, reason I, that it is difficult that, for men like us who have come who have grown out of our circumstances to try to reach you know, the masses, is because the fact of the matter is, the dumb motherfuckers are out fucking us and producing more dumb motherfuckers. Excuse my language, I'm sorry. But they they, they, they are out, they're, they're reproducing at a more rapid rate. And they're just putting the same filth out there into these children's minds and it just recycles and recycles. And now you have this minutiae of people who don't value the idea of growth and elevation. Meanwhile, we you have a smaller group of us that's like, yo, how come y'all don't get it? Well, because, I mean, call it generational curses or call it just, you know, just following what you see. It, it's being taught generation after generation after generation, and then you see those pictures where you got, you know, the 36-year-old the, the granny and granny and and, mm -hmm. and and her child and grandchild all got the same outfit on. And you see that this is just going to recycle itself generation after generation after generation. Now, let me let me let me pivot off of you and Abdur together. So, you know, your, your, your homeboy bought his son some bars. And I understood what Abdur was saying about, you know, financially getting our mind right. But you know what we do? As, as black men, we put value in clothes, and sex, sneakers, sex. cars. Let, let's, let's, yeah. Hold on, let's so, real quick, real quick, real quick. Real quick. Like, we gotta stay safe. No, no, we devalue ourselves by putting our turning our cash into trash. I don't want to say we value. It's not. It's not nothing to value. It's just turning our cash into trash. We got to find a different way to say that because it's it's not it's it's not right. Yeah, we 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 like that stuff, and what we're realizing is we like garbage. We like garbage. We like garbage because none of the people that actually sell this stuff actually wears this stuff unless they're trying to promote it to us. We make it fly. We make the stocks bump. 
we make everything generate and we buy the stuff and we can't even afford it. They say, if you can't buy nothing twice, don't buy it. You can't buy it at all. You know what I'm saying? So we're, so, we're, we're doing this stuff and yet all of our money is flying out of our neighborhoods and we're teaching our kids that that's what it looks like. Wealthy people don't want to look wealthy. They just like to be wealthy because they want their time because that's the only real wealth in this country. It's time. So we're giving our time back two ways. We're taking our cash and turning it into trash and working harder to generate it or we're on the corner generating cash and then we're losing all of our time by going to jail or we get our time eclipsed and we get killed. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, man, we got to get ahead of this thing. Man. We got to start looking at ourselves. Like, we got to start calling people out that are that are leading our people in the wrong path. Right. Like we got cats that we know mm-hmm. cats that hustle mm-hmm. growing up. And instead of taking their money and put buying, you know, real estate, property, whatever, what do they do? They want to go get the car, which holds no value. Did that? Did they not find the baby boy? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) The guns in the butter, like. That's exactly what it no, is. I, guns right, and butter. So let's, let's let's unpack that thing, Chris. Why? Why do men? Why do men put value in those things? We're afraid. I mean, well, some, we'll say all. Some can we'll, say let's let's, let's we'll break it down. Why why do most men put value in those things? So. You know, some from my books I've read, you know, that mindset started back in slavery when okay. we couldn't have. And then it just it just gradually, gradually just kept um getting worse and worse over time as as freedom came. We wanted we wanted what so is we it because of power? Is and it, it just, see, it I, just I mean like let's like why? Why what is it? It it's it's almost like classism. It's a stroke, man. Like, you, of, you sm- it's a, a it's a stroke of small ego that we all carry inside of us to make us feel good in places that we shouldn't even care whether people care about what we look like or not. Because at the end of the day, we're still at the bottom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we're stroking this ego constantly because we want somebody that still that has less than us to say, Dad, you fly, bro. Okay, can we acknowledge can that? Like you? I'm trying to be like you, bro. Can we acknowledge you know what the I'm elephant saying? in the room, too, though? And this is where I do think that men need to be held accountable What's for this. Up? And this is this is by no means a shot at our women. What's if up? anything, it's a shot at our men. I agree with everything that y'all saying with the classism and the ego and things that started, you know, you know, as far as mental conditioning and in slavery. I think mm-hmm. that men. I'm, I'm talking about today. I think the reason that men do a lot of what we do is to impress women. And and that's why I said sex is one of those things, is um, to impress women. I think it was Dave Chappelle, he was telling a joke, and he said, you know, men have nice cars. Why? Because women like nice cars. Men have nice houses. Why? Because women want a nice house. You, you, You have the nice pillowcases and all of that. But if a man could get with a woman in a cardboard box, he'd never own a house. But the fact of the matter is, it's not, it's not cute. It's not cute to be pushing up on a woman, um, you know, in your mother's basement. It is it, just saying it, it's not the thing to do. Now, that said, that is not a shot at our women. What it is is a shot at our men. Because like Ab said, we have to value ourselves 
So what we have shown as men, historically speaking, is that, that the value is not in the man, it's in the things that that man has acquired. So we have to mm. switch that narrative and show that what I've acquired is not the cake. It's not even the icing. It might be a sprinkle. It might be the sprinkles. I myself am the cake. I am the value. I am the substance. I am what you should be attracted to, not the things that I have. And if men could value, we could value ourselves and show that we hold value to ourselves, then the narrative for women will change. And they will not value the things that we have promoted as valuable. I agree. Mm. I do agree. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we, we, yeah. we got to get back to loving ourselves. And that's, what, and that's the part where I was into where I said um, quickly, we're afraid. Because that takes work. Yeah. It's not easy. And, and, and every one of us had to take that look. And, and, and I'll be the first to admit, still working on it. Likewise. Still dealing with some things. Because every level you hit, you got to reevaluate. You got to look. That's where you think you get a hold of it. And you want to take another step up. Like, wow, I'm really ignorant in this subject. Wow, there's a whole lot I don't know about this. Wow, I really don't understand this too much. Dag, I, I, I'm really behind. It doesn't feel good to know how much opportunities you miss just for being ignorant. So, again, a lot of us don't have that mental, you know what I'm saying, that mental fortitude to actually see that in ourselves and to dig deep and then push forward. You say, ah, I was way more comfortable over here just getting fly. Like I said, I like being, I like, you know what I'm saying? I like having these girls tell me this. Listen, I went through a transition, man. And after I said I wasn't going to do any type of hustling no more, I like really made it up in my mind. I'm going to do it the right way. There was a period of like real loneliness. If I can get real kind of like vulnerable for a second. It was like, when I didn't have any money, the only thing that would pop in my head was, you can go grab this over here. You can flip it for that. You can come back and get this money quick. You do, 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 do. My mind would only go there. Even when I wasn't trying, and I was like, stop, get it out, get it out. And I couldn't think of nothing else. It was it was the worst feeling on the planet because it was like, I had nothing else. I had no other t- tool in my toolkit. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, then I'm broke. I have no money. I don't know what to do out here. My son's young. My wife's carrying me at the time. This is before we were married. You know what I'm saying? And God bless her because she believed in me more so than I did at the time. You know what I mean? And I mean, what that does for you, and that's why I tell you, man, brothers, marry these women that are putting energy into you. Because you want to say, oh, she nags me and she's being like a mother to me. Well, who loves you more than your mother, you fool? Like, come on, man. Like, we got to get to it. You know what I'm saying? And so as she's, as she's breathing life into me, then I maybe start to leave it. So let me do something else. Let me start reading about something, how to get money. Then you start to look at people who made it out of things. Then you start to invest in yourself. Then opportunity starts to come about because you took yourself away from the negative. And at some point, you're going to steer yourself into the positive. But it's not an easy task. And it's not an easy journey. And it's a constant, it's con- you're constantly learning about yourself and learning about your inad- inadequacies. And you're having to keep strengthening yourself. But man, when, when when you finally come out of it, and like I said, I'm still going through it to a degree because like I said, every level, there's a new devil. You know what I'm saying? Every level, you got to, every time you raise your consciousness, you got to raise your, your vocabulary. You got to raise your understanding. You got to raise your, your your uh, you know, your God-bodiness, if to put it for a lack of a better understanding, because you realize what you didn't get coming up. 
and then it makes you feel inadequate all you know over me, again. So it's go ahead. Three, we can re- we can relate to that. I, I'm pretty sure Brock. You, I don't. I can speak for you right now. Oh, absolutely. We can relate to what you oh, oh, absolutely. We can fully listen, Abdur. We can let you. We can fully relate to that. We we all we come. We we didn't grow up in the same hood, but we grew right. up in the same environment. And the fact of the matter is, I, I it took me, and I say this about my people because I had to do it myself. It took me having the balls to look in the mirror and acknowledge that what I saw was ugly. Mm-hmm. It really did, you know, you know, I'm not not you know in the in the the superficial sense of oh man, I'm a bad looking dude. No, no, no. What I saw deep down inside was. It was ugly. I did not like the person that I saw at all. And mm-hmm. when I then it was just a matter of once I once I accepted that, all right, what am I willing to do, sacrifice to change that? Um and one one thing that I um that I go with is um I forget who I heard this acronym from, um, but it's OQP. Only quality people. I try my damnedest to practice that, which is why when I say the social Darwinism thing, what I mean is this. Um, if you show me your friends, I can show you your future. That being said, you are who you surround yourself with. You want to be a millionaire? Hang out with nine millionaires, and I guarantee you, you'll be the 10th. Mm-hmm. You want to be um, you, you want to get a degree? Hang out with a bunch of people who have degrees. And I guarantee you, you'll end up with yours. But if you if, if you really want to mm-hmm. understand where you're going to be in your future, look who you hang around. Because, I mean, even if you want to talk economics, statistically speaking, you earn within a couple thousand dollars more or less than the average of the five people that you spend the most time with outside of your household. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting here talking about, oh, I want to get money, I want to get money, look at who you hang out with and then look at how they get their money, and chances are you're going to be doing something in the same in the same vein. If they get in money, if they get into the bag legally, you maybe you'll get to the bag legally. If they out there in the street and they hustling, they about that life. I mean, you could try to remain thug adjacent all you want to, but eventually. <laughs> 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 Eventually, you gonna be getting to the bag, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is, you need to surround yourself with the type of people that you want to become, not the type of person that you currently are. Especially if you aspire to change. That's a bar that should be in our rap music right now. That's a bar. <laughs> Hey, I'm and I'm gonna go back. Tw- I'm gonna go back like 20 minutes into the conversation ago, and it would go. And Abdur was speaking on um the mindset. Now, if this podcast was about nonsense and ignorance, we'd be the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, I'm telling you, I promise you, I promise you. But because you know we're we're speaking of empowerment and doing better. They don't want to hear that. And that's that mindset that you were talking about. They got to change. Yeah. Like you can listen, you can listen to these brothers and be like, wow, they they on one. Instead of, you know, nah, I'm gonna go listen to, and I'm not knocking it, but I might go listen to so-and-so podcast. Cause they're not really talking about nothing. 
and it keeps my right. mind. You, you right just there. want they just want to yep, they just want to go have a nigga good time. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. There you go. Hey, you know, and listen, it, 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 you know, you could I could I could literally right now, we can all sit on this podcast and tell people a formula to make a million dollars tomorrow. I can go on Facebook and write it out, and if I guarantee you. If it's more, if it doesn't have some some enticing imagery on it, if it's literally just a statement that says this is for all black people to read to get ahead, is the caption, and then it goes into a couple of paragraphs on how to make a million dollars tomorrow. I'll get three likes. Nobody will really do anything with it, and the two people that actually do it and make the million dollars will try to come back and say, hey, listen, this works, and they'll get two likes. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't generate much, and that tells right. you where the mindset of our people are. You can try to help people, but in, unless until their minds are ready to receive it. Then you're 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 hitting a wall, you know what I'm saying? So again, that's why I got I was making a point of wow, we have to really deal with the children, and deal with the youth, and really get our hands wrapped around them, and start to make sure that there's certain things that we put in place uh, to make sure that they're not falling for some of the things that these older dudes are doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never personally bought my son a pair of Jordans. He's had them from other people, but I I refuse to do it. And one, I never cared for him. Two, I never seen the hype. And three, it's like, nah, we don't put our energy into that stuff. He plays basketball, so he gets basketball season sneakers when the basketball season's here. You know what I'm saying? And if you want something like that, guess what? He's got to earn his own money. He's got to pay for it himself. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, right. I'm not buying you Jordans just to have you with Jordans because I want you to look fly so somebody can give you a compliment on the, the outside of the house that has nothing to do with what's going on inside of this house. And it's not going to benefit you no way, shape, or form, but waste money. You know what I'm saying? So not here. Abdurah, I, I hear you. And you're totally right. Now the difference is you can buy your son some Jordans, but don't don't make those a high priority value in his life. But that's, that's what difference. we do. You can buy them and be like, I know, but I'm saying that's what you can do. Like you can buy your son some Jordans, but don't make him think, okay, this is making it is writing a pair of Jordans. Making it is having a four hundred dollar Louis belt. No, but like, okay, I'm gonna buy you something like nice. So, but so no when I see that whole line stretched out aside the sneaker store when the Jordan's about to drop and they spend more time waiting in line to spend their money on a pair of sneakers than they'll spend on reading a couple of paragraphs that could actually elevate their life so they can buy 3,000 pair of Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, like in Man, the words listen. of Nip- uh, Nipsey, uh, if you if for those who are Nipsey Hustle fans, you, the reason I really like Nipsey. I well love this love his music is because if you listen to early Nipsey and you can hear the growth as he goes in. And That's yeah, he absolutely. did don't get me wrong, he he threw the stuff out there that you know was gonna sell too. Um and you know the the hardcore rap that people wanted to hear. But even that was strategic with me. Right. But if you listen to bars, he would throw jewels out there. And one thing that he threw out there, you know, people like, oh Nipsey, you know. He was always for the hood, always for the hood. Yeah, he was. He was always for the hood and poured it into his community. But one bar he had in um, uh, is when he said, circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Mm -hmm. And and people would think that that actually contradicts what Nipsey was promoting and pouring back to the community. But on the contrary, he realized that, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do, philanthropically speaking. However, I also realized that everybody is not going to be of the mindset to go where I'm trying to be. And if you're not going where I try to be, you, you get X out that circle. 
the circle just gets smaller and smaller. The more you find yourself trying to elevate, the more you realize that you're going to have to shed dead weight. You cannot expect to elevate and be a different person when you're keeping the same old company and the same old habits. Hey, speaking of that, I mean, I'm going to say, you know, Nip basically took a page from Sean Carter. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you can go you can start at reasonable doubts and go all the way to four four four, and you can see the evolution right. of Jay Z happen on like so, uh, like the the man started on reasonable doubts talking about hustling to four four four, where he's talking about where he could have bought some property in Manhattan and he Dumbo. let it go, and now he feels like <laughs> Dumbo, right? Like how 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 he bought artwork for his kids because it's unappreciated. It's so many turn years. That, turn that, turn that cash he, into assets instead right. of turn that cash into trash. He I, said it too. Like I bought, I bought cars, and I could have took the same money I bought that Bentley with, and I could have bought um a building out in. Well, I forgot what community was talking about. Yeah. Uh, and and today that two million would have been worth twenty million. Yeah, and that would have been worth twenty million today. Yeah. Listen, yeah. he's there's some people now. They're trying now. He's he's probably got a bunch of like yo. I got to do something. I probably. I'm responsible for a lot of people going to jail, but now I got to be responsible for elevating a lot of people. So, you know, listen, you always got to give credit where credit's due. The fact is, man, we're not listening. He's he's aged out now. But Nipsey, right, Brock, but, but, but like Brock said, Nipsey kind of basically stepped in and was filling those shoes because Nipsey basically did the same exact thing. If you listen to Nipsey, and I wasn't even like, I wasn't even big on Nipsey initially, but I listened to his evolution when I heard Victory Lap. I was like, damn, that's a legendary CD. But, I mean, the man went from what he was doing to, like, buying all the property yeah. in his hood. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Oh, genius. genius. You know what I'm saying? The one, um, one thing that I think that we as men, when we talk about our accountability, we have to um, realize, just to quote Jay, and one thing that he says he says the reason that a lot of people don't succeed is because people people tend to emulate the end result instead of the process, mm-hmm. and that's why you know you you'll see what cats get a little money and what they go do they go get the form, they go get the chain, they go get the they go they, they go get the superficial the superficial bullshit that comes when you have financial freedom. When you have financial freedom, you can go get that. You know, so somebody else, I mean, somebody like, else is actually paying for what, it. What, like, what, what homes <laughs> say? I'm, I'm, I'm old enough. I'm young enough to know the right car to buy, but grown enough not to put rims on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he, he <laughs> understands. You know, he has the money to be able to have the creature comforts and the quality things. I mean, you know, there's things that he throws out there that are probably so high high end that most people don't even recognize when he's talking about when he's talking about Audemar, a lot of people are like Audemar, what is he talking about? It's it's a watch, you idiot. But but you know uh, but on the same token, if you if you're not in that vein, you haven't made it to that level, you wouldn't know. You know, so so well, that being said, a- what he what he's saying is people always they emulate the end result instead of the process. If you emulate the process, you'll be able to have those things and it not be an issue. If you emulate the process, I don't know how much truth this is. I've been researching it, but if it is true, it is probably one of the dopest 
um, things that I've heard in a, in a while for, that a rapper has done. If you emulate the process, you'll have enough money where you and your wife could go buy one of your dead homies masters and give it to his kids. Because apparently mm. that's what Hove and Beyonce are, are doing. They bought DMX's yep. masters and are, and are giving them to his kids. Yeah. But if you you yeah. too busy emulating the end result as opposed to the process, you'll never be able to buy the masters. Right. And, and I'm gonna I'm end it on this note right here. I'm not a businessman. I'm a yes. businessman. Business. <laughs> All right. Since he's a business. You either you either you either doing business or you're is. being done by business. All right, brothers. That was a great conversation. I want to thank y'all for coming on board, and we're going to do it again next uh-huh. day. Indeed. This is called Mike Paper Scissors. <laughs>